Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Yeah. My, my cousin just died. I just um, found out today that my cousin passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. 96 years old. Oh, he had a good life. 96? That's a sick fucking ride, That's right? 96? Ride. He was Wait, ready to go. I just have He's one like question. Was he in America in 96? Because I haven't met an American that died in 96. You know yet. what? You know what's yeah, so crazy yeah. is? Yeah. Ever since <laughs> I was a kid and I remember this guy, he looked 96 years old. <laughs> he always looked 96. <laughs> so and his wife, old Carol, always had a runny nose. My entire childhood, like her nose was red. Always running in tissues, and I believe she might have been one of the first suburban cokeheads. Oh, that no, a little, <laughs> that's funny. I'm like, that nose candy nose was oh running all the time. So we have an amazing guest. Yes, we yes. do. Miss, Mrs. Donya Ramirez. Yes. Hey, what is going thank on, guys? Thank you so much for taking the time to come hang out with oh, us today. Oh, thank you for hanging out with me. Anytime I get to be on a podcast and talk yes, shit, and love, like, I'm love, all about love. it. You know what? I, yeah, me too. I do these things, but then I'm always like, people always hit me like, hey, you want to be on my pod? And like, I don't look like, like, like what their numbers are. I'm just like, yeah. yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I could do it. I could throw a half hour at it. But then I always sit there after I do it. Sweating what the fuck I said. The only time <laughs> I, I finally stopped I know. sweating. I'm, I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't have said shit being that I'm, I'm in a kid's show and, and I'm talking about it later on. I'm like, maybe no, I could have said something no, else, right? No, no. no. we got to keep it organic. We got to keep it real, right? Yeah. Yeah. Donya, this is like... that's what the fucking world comes to. I mean, I think we are pretty much censored enough as, as we're moving I'm on. Kidding. Life. I'm kidding. joking. Yeah. So I'm saying if we can't drop a couple... Shits. I'm not even going to say shits that word now. You can't say shit? No, not in case she's right. I want to do a kid's show, bro. I want to do a kid show too. Oh, I want to get fucked. It's a family. By the way, it's not a kid show. The kid is on the show. It's a family show. We're going to talk about it. It's a family show. And it just got renewed for a second season. Sweet Tooth on Netflix. If you haven't checked it out, be sure to watch it. It's like the boy who's like half man, half Dude, and it makes a lot of sense in today's time. It's a great show. Listen, I got super excited when I found out you were going to be on the show because I saw the billboards all over LA. Sweet Tooth, the kid with the little horns and shit. He's a deer, right? He's a deer. He's a half and dude i was like mm, i don't know about this show i binge watched it and literally was like oh yeah dude. it's one of those shows though you got you, when you start you just can't because you don't know what to expect right. that's exactly. the thing right exactly and once you watch the first episode you're like you're almost like you'll have to watch it twice yeah like the whole season because at first you're like what is this wait a minute i really like it they're super cute. Look yeah. at these little hybrids. And what is happening? Yeah. People yeah. are sick. And it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. No, dude. It's well, like it starts off. It's like it's a post-apocalyptic world that basically starts at the height of a pandemic yes. that right. is killing most of humanity. And at the same time, this right. magical thing is happening these where hybrids. women are hi- having hybrid children, half human, half um I think I tried to start animals. watching it or my son wanted to start watching it because I discover most of these things via my five-year-old. I know you have twins, I have too. twins that are seven, yeah. Yeah. So I have a five-year-old. Yeah. It's a little, you know, for like five, even for my twins, like I, they like to watch it, but I had to watch it with them just because, and it's just like the score gets you a little right. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yo, my the kids saw sets, it. The, sets the mood. Oh, yeah, God. my daughter the same yeah. way. She saw it. At yeah. first, it was like, oh my God, so cute. And then the music goes, yeah. 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 They get nervous. Guys, they get nervous. Oh, yeah. But there's a part of it that's very like optimistic. And it's an interesting post-apocalyptic world because most of the time, post-apocalyptic world means like, you know, it's everybody, everything is right. like, destroyed. Yeah. And this is so green and so so beautiful. The it's cinematography dope. is just amazing. We shot it in New Zealand, right. oh, and it's about amazing. like the Earth sort of like reclaiming, um, being reclaimed by nature. 
Right. So, and this is why the, the half animal, half human kids are very special, but people don't know. They also don't get sick. They don't get, uh, wow. they don't get sick. So people are trying to either, you know, get to them to try to figure out a vaccine or, so, or like, so, right. you know, so the, something. Well, because they're animals. They're half it, animals. Yeah. 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 And yeah. deers don't get sick. They just get hunted, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> Apparently, you know? we were very big in Texas and in Florida. So I don't know if it was a hunting. The show is? The show. Yeah, the show. Really? yeah really big. Yeah, 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 really I loved your character like, because it was like your you. character kind of, uh, she discovered herself in that space during that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it was dope. It was really dope. Dope, dope, dope character. Yeah. Dope show. Yeah, my yeah I'm gonna have to watch it. I, I you, you know, should. I'll be honest with you. I don't think it'll be scary enough for my son. We we have a serious problem in my household. I'm curious <laughs> to see what's up with you guys as parents. But my kid, he gets an iPad for a certain amount of time a day, right? And I never gave him an iPad. Mm-hmm. It just started last summer. Like for, somehow I wound up with a fucking kidney stone, which I'd never had in my life. But now. Like, no, last summer. Oh, okay. I remember. I was working out like crazy. Yeah. I was getting really dehydrated. And uh, we had gone running around the reservoir, super hot day, and got home and we're working out in the driveway. And my, my kid's like super athletic too. He's like mm-hmm. doing all this crazy shit. And then all of a sudden I was like, fuck, I'm in pain, man. Yeah. I thought I pulled something in my back. And uh, the pain just got worse and worse. I called my brother, who's a professional athlete, and I was like, bro, I don't think this is my back. I don't know what the fuck this is. Wow. I said, you might have to come take my kid, watch him. Like my son at the time was only four. And my son was like, would a hug make it better? And I was like, oh, I love you so much. It's not going to. But, that's <laughs> yeah. oh, so but I gave him an iPad. I gave him an iPad just to occupy him. Yeah. And then the pain just went away. Like the sickest pain all the way around my back to my front. It was just gone. And then when I went to the bathroom, I started stoning. I was like, holy fuck. How do you pass a kidney stone? Wow. It just came out, dude. Out of your like, urine? Your- or your butt? What? No, it came out of my what? Oh, what? Shot out my dick, bro. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't, a kid, a kidney that would be pretty Dude, I looked in the That's fucking toilet. I looked in the toilet. That's how kidney stones I peed. Are I peed. I urinated. <laughs> I urinated. The stone was in the toilet. I looked at it and I said, Carlo, will you come try to grab that for me? <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a rock. I, I went in there and I took it how out. How big was it? I gave it? it to my doctor. Bro, it was small. That's why I passed it. But the fucking thing, when it's coming around. Oh, my God. I had it 45 five minutes that's it and people are like tripping people who've had kidney stones are like bro you got so lucky when he yeah. called so yeah. i need to I hydrate like, more because that's what i'll do i'll drink like five so coffees. is that how you get rid of like like you don't that's well you, you need to hydrate i was like, super the one the kind i had was a super like dehydration one it was gotcha. like i was like i was oh, wow. really remember last time i was like 167 pounds i was super skinny like i was just working out like three hours a day it was really hot. You wanted so I, a different career? Is that what was going on? You wanted a different career? You wanted a different career? You no, I was trying to survive maybe. the pandemic. <laughs> like, I was convinced that, that COVID was chasing me and I was going to die and I was just wow. going to outrun the fucking thing. Still convinced of that, but I'm doing all right right now. But the thing is, I gave my kid the iPad. Ever since then, he'll like, you know, at night I give it to him like a couple hours, even though I know he should have in the day and he yeah, should yeah. get wound up at yeah. night. But we're always so busy during the day when he's with me. I'll be like, all right, you get like an hour, you get two hours. I mean, I think there's no right way to parent anyway. Like, it's whatever yeah, kind of works for you. Right. you know, exactly. That's well, the way always, I do it with yeah. my kids. We've you know? definitely, yeah. definitely learned a lot since yeah. the days when my dad was driving me around in his Lincoln Continental with the windows up in the wintertime and blowing <laughs> Tamil cigarette smoke in my face <laughs> and asking me to crack And asking me to crack him a Budweiser. That's why you're so fucking gangster. My old man, my old man would drive around New York, dude, in like a Mark 5 Lincoln with a camel hanging out, a pop-up television 
to watch no Bowden get plugged into Bro, his I never met a Rob's dad. His legs. But from the no. stories I've heard, where he's my the fucking Where is this TV show? Like, where is this series? I, I got to do it. Dude, Can you write this so dude? Much, awesome. They would be like toxic masculinity. It was so. <laughs> my old man was so like masculine. You know, I mean, he got like more evolved as he got older yeah. and you know well, what I mean but nice. definitely being sometimes a, that doesn't that yeah, doesn't happen that's true. No, he did, but that's he was true. a product of Brooklyn in the 50s you know so he had yeah, that like that mentality that's like a dying breed of old school guys man those are like my dad would have been if he didn't pass away at 71 this year he would have been 80 probably still would have been smoking cigarettes and he would well, I'm not worried about fucking COVID you know what I fucking survived in my fucking life I was stabbed I was stabbed. Fucking, yeah 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 you can believe whatever you want to believe that, that's like exactly the mentality but anyway I keep trying to get back to the point I gave my kid the fucking iPad being I mean, the worst parent in the world or the best parent in the world wherever the hell I fall yep. I gave him the iPad now he like discovers horror things he'll be like sneaking oh, to go watch cool. Michael Myers he's into scary oh, stuff he, right he likes to scare himself yeah. but it made him the first yeah. thing that really scared him is Aunt Cherie showed him like uh, a show or a movie called Creeped Out. And a girl's Creep show. No, Creeped no? Out. Oh. And some girl's head popped off. The kid would not go to the bathroom. Oh, my God. He wouldn't What do are you doing to your child? I was questioning my parenting skills with my child. Like, well, he, this is his aunt. He his found, aunt did it. And then, got it. you know, they're all really you know, young. My, She's in her 20s. My son found Jaws. Wait basically, I don't even know what that is. Basically, he basically then can't be like on his own, you know, like, like, dad. Dad, oh. and like if I'm like brushing my teeth and the sonic hair is going, and, is, and he like I, I heard him in the kitchen the other day, he was just hysterical crying. I go, one oh I'm like, God. what the hell's the matter? What's the matter? He's like, I called you, you didn't answer. I was like, I'm brushing my fucking teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm brushing my fucking teeth. But anyway, he so watches. He watches yeah. the clown from it, got it, and he like constantly freaks himself out. So the funniest thing is, like, I tried to have like this conversation with him. This is really funny, actually. He was like. He was like, uh, I don't think I ever told this in here. I mean, we only been in here like eight weeks. Uh, no. I don't know. Oh, wow. Shit. I feel, yeah. I feel so privileged. There you but, go. Yeah, we're just top ten episodes. It's a big deal. Like, a big deal. I'm, I'm yeah, number eight. We usually yeah, yeah. cram a lot of people into episodes. We usually have two, three people on oh, wow. an episode. But um, so I was trying to convince my kid. I'm like, listen, it's a yeah. fucking movie. You got to stop being freaked out by <laughs> movies. I go, the girl's head popped off. I go, it was a scene. They call cut. Yeah, she yeah, goes, she goes real. out and eats a pizza. Not real. Yeah. And you're freaked out for three months. It's not real. And I, we were watching the, the yeah. Avengers on. I go, you see that guy? Yeah. I go, the guy playing Iron Man? He's like, yeah. I go, that's fucking Robert Downey Jr. You just watched Dr. him. Hey, go, Dr. Jula. You just watched him today. <laughs> Wait, you know Dr. What? Jula. You know what? I go, don't you realize it's the same guy? He's going, it's Robert that's Downey funny. Jr.? And I go, yeah. And I pull him up on like IMDb that's on great. my phone. And he goes, oh. And he's like, you know. And I go, that guy's Sam Jackson. He's oh, in wow, Skull yeah. Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I go, you watched that yesterday. This is not ring a bell. I go, Sam Jackson. He goes, who's that guy? I go, well, that's Jeremy Renner. I go, he's in a little movie called Hurt Locker. Here's the trailer. Oh, God, so I show my kids the Hurt Locker trailer. So he goes, they're actors. I go, yeah, they're just yeah. fucking actors, bro. Well, this, go, you know, actors. actually, my kids is the first time, this is the first show that are actually cognizant enough to right. like, really understand, like, that's me, and, and that's a, that, you know, it's a show, and yeah. it's not real. Right, well, they're seven now. They're starting to come around. So they really kind of get it. And it was funny. Speaking of Robert Downey Jr., he produces the show. 
how do you gauge these scripts? Like, obviously, you, you, maybe your agent called, you said, we got this show idea. Because, listen, when I saw the billboard, it was definitely one of those things that yeah. I was like... Yeah, when you got that one, how'd you You know, to it? be completely honest with you, it was like the people that were behind it from the very beginning, because I did not get the script. So, I, I watched the... I come in episode two. So, yeah. episode one is the pilot, and the pilot was done back in 2019, originally. Right. Oh, really? For, wow. Yeah. Okay. And so, it didn't get... It got picked up three months prior. Netflix ordered it to series three months prior the pandemic like before right. the pandemic kind of gotcha. hit and so that's when I became involved and so I got to watch the first episode I didn't really read the script so for me it was like a no brainer I right. watched this show the, the kid was just you know Christian Convery is his name he is just like a little brilliant genius like creative entity like he's right. so and how old he's is so he? beautiful he's 11 right. okay. um, and he's just super magical you know yeah, is, you right. would love the show also because it's like him and his dad I'll sort watch, of like yeah, how I'll his watch dad talks my son yeah. yeah and it's a very sort of like the dad uh, will but is it corny because if it's he's corny not. my kid's it's gonna really call not. me out no, you if it's really corny not. No, it's, it's really not but it's very it has very positive messages and it's, that's right. the thing the combination yeah. and I think because it was a comic book originally so the comic book was written by Jeff Lemire like right. so it was a, it's a the comic book is actually very dark right. and you know Susan and Robert mm. kind of wanted to make it uh, something more enjoyable for the family so right. it gets light but it still deals with like really Real raw issues have you gotten to know Susan and Robert I, I've, I've actually only seen them on Zoom because we were shooting right. in New Zealand at the height right, of the pandemic, right, so nobody right, could go. Right, right. So we were filming. Jim Mickle was uh, the, the creator and, and Beth Schwartz. They were there. I mean, Beth, Beth was here, but it was very. we were very limited in the amount of people that we were able to bring because New Zealand was basically right. closed down. There was no COVID there. Yeah. New Zealand's yeah, an amazing, yeah. a super interesting place. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, Lauren Shore, actually just had breakfast the other day with her and, yeah. and some other friends, and she, she's like a stunt woman, actress, model, mm. yeah. an, an amazing amazing person but we had this whole conversation about New Zealand with some other people because people just picture it rolling hills right the hobbit (laughs) but it's not if you watch Once Were Warriors there is an underbelly to New Zealand I don't know if you've ever seen that movie with the gangs, with the culture. Warriors? Yeah, there's a lot warriors. of culture yeah. there. It's very Yo, different, it's, you know, depending a, on where you go. That's why like I love it. like some real, like, grit yeah. and depth and, like, underbelly to New Zealand. Such a beautiful yeah. But the landscape is just yeah. gorgeous. Some I think you, but I think you just see the same But I think everybody shows yeah. the same insane. fucking yeah. shot. Every time they talk about New Zealand, they show the same fucking shot that looks like Sound of Music when you're coming over the Rolling Green Hills. It's like when they talk about Ireland and you just see the same fucking... <laughs> you see LA they come over the Hollywood side you know what I mean go under the underpass on the fucking Gower do that shot yeah, what yeah. LA is yeah. looking like you no know? this one is, is very interesting because we did you know get to shoot in many different places of New Zealand because the boy basically starts in a place and he's making his journey to Colorado to try to find his mother because his father right. has passed away like right in the first episode so, so it's like it's, a coming wait, of age but it's, story so it's shot then for the US but shot in New Zealand but it's yes. supposed to be the US yeah it's supposed yeah. to be Colorado and like God. he starts off he's, oh, wow, we end up that. in Colorado yeah so it's supposed to be and are you guys gonna go back yeah. to New Zealand for season 2 yes. Or really yes. that's cool and I'm very excited because yes, I get to I bring my too. family that's now. Awesome. You know, my husband that's and my kids get awesome. to come. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that, I'm excited to go shoot stuff on location just take my son too but hopefully yeah. and have them have that experience out. you know that, they like yeah. they're here yeah. and exactly. that was that's a, one of the beautiful things about being an actress that you get to travel and then your kids get to experience yeah. right. this life. Yeah. 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 Right. I didn't have I mean I was born in Dominican Republic I went from Dominican to Washington Heights. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to I had to somehow make my way into making some money you know and you know it 
took me, I, I think I had $2,500 in my pocket and drove out to LA. So that's wow. how I wow. saw the middle wow. of America. And what age did you move from DR to Washington Heights? Uh, I was almost 10. 10. Yeah, I was and almost 10. what part 10. of the Dominican Republic? I, well, I was born in Santo Domingo, but okay. I was raised in Cotuí, which is a very small okay. little town uh, in the middle of the country. So, I mean, I was really... I didn't realize that I was poor because everybody was right. poor around me. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but you know what it is? You know what I mean? That's, 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 when you're a kid, you don't realize. You're right. You're, and I had so much love. Like, love. I was raised by my grandmother. You're rich in love. That's, but yeah, even that's the rich so people love. there, exactly. even the rich people in Santo Domingo, like uh, we went there as guests of the, the the family that built the studio yeah. that they they you know the studio they built there with the giant water yes, tank yes yeah 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 that pine wood was magic for yeah, them right but yeah. it's not pine wood they bought pine wood in so they actually put up the ninety million to build it this yeah. family biggest wow. sugarcane family they bought me Joe Carnahan my friend P J Pesha I talk about a project. And they wow. we went, their family owned like a little. So what are you saying? You're taking me and my kids. No, what I'm saying is that next time I go to the Dominican Republic, even the wealthy wealthy <laughs> feel there doesn't really cool. feel, but it doesn't feel disconnected gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. from the other classes there. Meaning like they own like yeah. this little kind of hotel in Santo Domingo, yeah. but it still felt very Well, Santo Domingo the, is a very different place. Like if you go yeah. to different parts of Dominica, we that's the thing about the, uh, too. Las Terrenas is also yeah, very I different. It's it. very yeah. hippie. You know what I mean? It's a different vibe. If you go to like Punta Cana, La Romana, yeah. then you're yeah. getting into a little bit of a higher end and a different, yeah. then, then you do feel a little bit of that class difference. But I think that's everywhere. Well, there was one that we made a wrong turn and we like we wound up in some like like oh, hood. fucking oh, all of a sudden hood, hood, <laughs> where there was literally uh like a bonfire in the middle of the street of all just garbage and junk burning and i looked at the kid who was driving us i'm yeah. like I was like, yo, where we at? He's like, we made a wrong turn. And he's from there. He's like, we made a wrong turn. Like, yeah, like, like, shit was about to get real. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not saying there's yeah. not a class differential, but what I'm yeah. saying is it's like... It's, it does. It feels it very, feel as very traumatic connected. As here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think... And LA like people are driving too. in Rolls with Rolexes, like fuck you, cash. <laughs> no, and then nobody, there's like it, it don't feel like nobody's driving now around with Rolexes in the middle of the Dominican Republic. Right, like, that that's is what like I mean. you're asking for you trouble, can't, right? right? Yeah, you can't really see the. Yeah. The strata, you know, as, so as clearly like as you can here. This. It feels like this. Back. Well, I don't, I don't want to like say that because obviously she's from there, and we just. I mean, I have a different perspective hood, of it yeah. for sure, you know. But well, I was I'm sure again, yours I was is born, the accurate. Uh, yours is the accurate perspective. Yeah. Of it. <laughs> you, you were born <laughs> there, but So basically, no. I was born in Santo Domingo. I, my grandmother right. raised me. My parents had immigrated to the states when I was six months old. So I was right. raised on my grandmother and a bunch of like other oh, you nice. know right. kids in my right. family. Right. And like my grandmother had like twelve kids. So she had ten wow. girls, two boys. They all had girls. So it was like a bunch of girls, and we all we were all raising each other. That's you know, cool. um, and then uh, I just I remember, you know, getting to the first time I got to New York. I was like, I flew in at night, JFK, and I'm looking down and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm telling my sister. So we're getting in by ourselves. And I got in totally illegally. But now I'm legal. So I can right. say that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I did it the right way yes. eventually. Yeah. Eventually. You know, yeah. We do have to spread that message. You oh, can be no. here, but try to get it the right way exactly. as well. After a while, you have a choice. You know? um, <laughs> so um, so we, end, we landed at night. And I'm looking down. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Denilda, like look down. There's stars on the ground. So my perception of America, because, you know, you don't know anything about it, especially when you don't come from anything in the Dominican Republic. You know right. New York, you hear of New York. Right. And we're looking down, and because it was, there were so many lights, I thought there were stars. Like, yeah. they were, like they had stars on the ground, and then all this, like, wow. And we were just, like, captivated. Then my, my parents were meeting us at the airport, drove us to 169th and Broadway yeah. to a fifth-floor apartment where we were sharing the apartment with a different family. It was, like, two bedrooms. Wow. Wow. And so... 
I was very um, shocked because yeah. I was like, I thought they for sure had money because I was coming to meet them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was very, you know, it was weirdly disappointed, yeah. but also yeah. motivated yeah. to yeah. kind of do yeah. better, right. you know. Right. But you were only at that time 10 years old. I was almost 10. I was right. nine. Yeah, right. it came like in the during the summer. My birthday's in November. Right. So it's amazing how quickly activated you were even at that age and, to yeah. be like, to get that spark of like yeah. desire and motivation yeah, to be better, yeah. you know? Yeah. Hey, here at The Cray Show, we value conversations about mental health. Which is why we're so lucky to have BetterHelp as a sponsor for this episode. If you're feeling depressed or you're struggling with uncertainty or you're having difficulty sleeping, BetterHelp offers experienced therapists who will listen and they can help. BetterHelp will not only assess your needs, but they'll also match you with your own licensed professional. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counselors done securely online. You can log into your account anytime, send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can even schedule weekly or video or phone sessions, so you won't ever have to sit an uncomfortable waiting room like you do with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so that it makes it very easy to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is also available. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting and adding counselors in all 50 states. Yeah. Cree is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Our listeners get 10% off their first month online therapy at betterhelp.com slash Cray. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Cray. Get matched with BetterHelp therapists and get started today. It's so interesting because when you, they're different, I obviously have a big family, so like everybody has a different, you know, set, like a different drive, I think, you know. I always felt like I had something bigger and something more that I had to do in life, you know, ever Mm -hmm. from a very young age. So do you still feel that way? Absolutely. I think I, I have yes. a bigger... Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I feel... Too. I'm like, what is this small fry shit? Yeah, yeah. I'm saying the biggest shit. Meanwhile, I'm like 68 years old. But I'm, all, I'm very satisfied, yeah. you know, with yeah. everything that I get. That's, a, that's the whole thing. Even like well, acting... Well, you're grateful, right? But does that very mean satisfied? More. Are you satisfied I'm, or are you not grateful? Even, it's, not, it's not even... I wouldn't say that I don't. I wouldn't want more. I always am ready to... I'm always, yeah, you know, take on more. Yeah, I'll take it on. I've always been like that too. More responsibility. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it. I feel like there's a, you know, a bigger I don't know like everybody's different but I feel like as I my soul continues to evolve I feel like I have a bigger message and something else that I I have to do but I'm always happy every time I achieve a goal and I really am truly happy and that I think comes from the fact that I didn't maybe have anything so everything at this point feels like icing on the cake I'm like this is awesome yeah Yeah, it's it's interesting it's interesting as we evolve and as we like meet certain challenges that you know how the goals change and the priorities and the things that shift I mean obviously I was half kidding when I said like oh everything I've done is bullshit (laughs) not that I think it's the greatest shit in the world either it's somewhere in the middle there but um yeah I think that we got to keep shifting and have desire and be motivated but but also be grateful because when you look at your kids your kids are healthy there's a roof on I say that all the time even honestly even through COVID I'm like I I, I have felt really grateful that even you know it's all on how you look at it and actually that's like a big theme on, on the show as well like you know because I don't know if you know the word apocalypse actually right. to some people means the end but the original word comes from the Greek um, a Greek background in which it means like the beginning of new the, the information new yeah, right. Right. so because it's the beginning of new information you can look at it like it's the end because you don't you know ready right. for that yeah, or you, you can look within and figure out like what's next for me you know and that's my character on the yeah, show it's yeah, very much right. like that like, yeah. I was like a, a therapist 
when right. it starts off and then after I come outside of my office because there's like a lockdown into this like world where everybody's world. been gone wow. I just see it as a, a, a new beginning like I right. can, what am I going to do next you know and I find my new purpose and all of that like through the chi- these children and I make this sanctuary right. uh, that's, that's so a dope. safe that's place cool. for hybrids and so everybody's sort of like on the way to me and uh, I'm not going to give up the ending because yeah, you haven't right. seen it you yet. Haven't seen no, it yet. I got to watch, gotta watch, watch, watch it. I'm it's really cool. This weekend, you know, it's also eight, it's only eight episodes, yeah. and it does yeah, it feel like that, it yeah. goes by really fast. Yeah. Right. And you get to really know everybody. And I like that it's eight because sometimes when you have different storylines in shows and you have too many episodes, there's like information that you'll that's go not like, even you'll needed. You go like two right. episodes without even but following that, up, and you're like, but that's what I love about this show. I love that the episodes are eight episodes. But you really, really feel connected to, the, to each character that they bring in front of you, yeah. like your character, the kid, the big black guy. You know, you know, yeah. like like those characters are so important, and they were really smart the way they even developed those characters in, in such yeah. a quick, in a quick turn. You know what I love the most is yeah, that we have such a diverse cast as well. Yeah. Like you know, we have Indian, and it's like you know, yeah. I'm Latin. There's like African American. This right. way, and it's seamless. It's right. a really about the journey of the soul and this human sort of like either coming together or trying to figure out a new way, or you know, this new species that's now coming. And right. I always question that, like in life, I'm like, if aliens came down like today, would we yeah. even care that we're different? <laughs> would it be like you're human? Yeah. I don't think anybody give a shit anymore. I think mm-hmm. just like I don't you know, think, I, people I don't are just like, either. oh, I agree. That, now, yeah. now it's that. I agree. But yeah. that's, yeah. that's yeah. Yeah. Every day it's yeah. something yeah. else. It's just like, one more thing. You're just like, yeah, it's probably like, But I feel like the show did it really well because they didn't emphasize in these things. They just created these three-dimensional characters that we all got so lucky to play. Like, I am so... You know what's going to be cool you know, is I'm going to watch it with my son this weekend and then I could show him Danya on here and further explain the difference <laughs> the, the, the between the different actors point across yeah. 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 Like she's an well, the sickest thing I'd say it, the craziest thing is he went to school after I gave him that whole breakdown of the Avengers and he told all the students in his school yeah. he goes uh, he's like superheroes aren't real they're just actors <laughs> And then one of the mothers <laughs> oh called my, my ex and said, Carlos said they're not real. And then I had to say, well, Carlos, go, superheroes are Burst real. In every I, go, I go, superheroes are real. Are real. You gotta but believe these in are magic. Exactly. Betraying <laughs> those superheroes. Those He's superheroes become too much of a realist. Exist. He's become yeah. too much of a realist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, but I could show him down. Yeah, I could be like, hey, you know, cool. she's a real person. Yeah. How long were you guys in New Zealand uh, filming? Um, we were there for about five months, but really it was like wow. four months of production because everybody, you know, New Zealand, we had to do the isolation process right. for like two weeks Quarantine prior to starting. Right. And then, yeah, so they were, you know, production was probably there a little longer, but I was there for about five months altogether. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and this did. time you get to bring your family. This time I get to bring my family. That's why I'm excited. I mean, listen, the interesting part, when I travel for work, usually I get, you know, I get I have the privilege to come back home or they come right. see me even right. if I'm not there with them the entire time. But this time, because we were not, we knew that we weren't allowed to do that. So I felt like we wrapped our brains around like, okay, this is something that I'm going to go do for a certain amount of time. Right. And it was a little easier in a way right. because I knew, like I didn't have that long because I knew that I had to figure something else out. But it also, as a cast, it really bonded us because we right. were all right. there by ourselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You know? And I think that really translated But on this one, screen. won't the kids be, like, won't it be during the school year? Well, I'm, pl- I'm planning to, you know, take them out half year and either do the homeschooling for the rest of the year or put them in a, in a school 
um, in in New Zealand, nice. so uh, they can get. Yes. I, I would love that. that for them. Yeah. Like, they yeah. will they will appreciate that when they get yeah. older. Yeah. They'll be like, yo, I, I did. Yeah, maybe, us. maybe. No. <laughs> I, I love this guy. The guy with no kids is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> kids are gonna appreciate. No you know what, dude? Cut to a hundred thousand dollars later in therapy. Yeah. I had my friends. I had my and friends. You ripped me out of there. <laughs> Stop me Oh, Looking at some geez. green hills. Like, <laughs> you never know. You have to look at it like a scene, right? From yeah. every angle. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Like, I'm going to deal. Is this going to get But listen, if that's their only is struggle this... in life, then I yeah. think I'm doing pretty good. Right. Of course, yeah. course, 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 course. <laughs> I mean, I'm only teasing. You yeah, make no, the best decisions you can make. Totally. But, but it's certainly was, a privilege to I be able to take four, your kids to see the world like that. I did my freshman year, I was up in Portland. Uh, my 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 father got relocated there for work, and I went up there because I wanted like a changes. And I hated it at the time. I was like, I hate this. This 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 sucks here. Now that I'm older, I'm like, yo, I I love that. Yeah, I had that yeah one but how many years there. of grief did you give your parents for? A solid decade. A solid decade. Why did you do this to me? Uh, Sean, I was like, it was the worst uh, year of my life. Everyone hated me because I was a Laker fan, and we were crushing the Blazers every yeah, exactly. year. Exactly. <laughs> look at your face, uh, Sean. Can you take out the garbage, please? Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! You you, you <laughs> fucked my life up. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, a question. So, as a woman of color, are you selective uh, about the roles you choose? So I'm sure a lot of things come across the table. Do you look at it and say, <laughs> "Hey, I'm not doing it because this just does not fit what I'm trying to represent"? Yeah, you know, I am a little different than a lot of people. I do think that I have a voice, and that my voice is when I actually get to talk as Danya, not when I'm actually playing a character. And gotcha. sometimes these characters allow me the possibility to then talk as myself and yeah. just get my message across. And I do believe that work brings work and that then I can also bring in and do my own things and tell the stories that I want to tell. And, uh, you know, a lot of times I don't personally... I, I, I love the fact that I've been able to play so many different characters. Yeah. yeah and I do think Sopranos. about like what story do I want to tell within those characters. I only say that because I did a show called Devious Mate. And I got right, so I much that. grief yeah. because I was Latin and playing a maid. And you know, coming from someone of like very low income and a different background, you know, I was playing an immigrant woman that was here trying to get her son to come and stay with her. Right. I don't. I've never had a maid that wasn't Latin in LA, so I thought it was pretty accurate yeah. because we were like maids for the rich and famous. And I do think that you know, within the humor, and they really, you know, we really tried to bring these characters to life as human beings, not about what they were doing for a living. Yeah. And so I. Talking about things like you're in a box only continues to put you in a box. To put you in a box. Right. Like I've never been in a box. I don't see myself in a box. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what character I'm playing, so long as it somehow moves the dial yes. forward, right. and that I get to have shows like this and come out and say, "Hey, I believe that you can do anything you put your mind to, no matter where you're from, right. who you are." And uh, and I think the more open-minded I keep myself within the roles that I choose, the more, you know, that message gets across. So gotcha. I haven't had the luxury at times to choose my roles. Right. So I've just been, I've always felt really lucky that I got to play them. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, great I mean, you know, great shows. Like I said, yeah. she was on Sopranos also, Entourage. Yeah. Sopranos, Entourage, yeah. like Heroes. Yeah, I mean, Heroes I've done pretty amazing. much, you know, I think the first Latina Cinderella. Devious Mates yeah. is a big show too. I yeah. think what's yeah. interesting about that conversation is that, yeah. you know, you could get dragged by some people for doing it, but it is authentic. But I think the pushback is really about the fact that, you know, uh, 
Latinx people don't feel represented in a way yeah, that's but not so exactly. specifically authentic to that. Authentic you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my son's half Mexican and Cuban, so he's got a little and bit I of And I understand that. But look, but, then I, yeah. it brought me to the play, a place that I could play Amy Eden. Who but that's, but I'm saying that's, not, but that's, the, right. but that's not your problem, though. What I'm saying is as an actor, as a filmmaker, that's not really your problem. You know, I mean, I guess what people who kind of push you on that is saying, like, if you hold out, you'll force a change in the system. But I don't believe that's really true. I think somebody's going to want that role because somebody wants to be out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. I believe, you know what I'm saying? I believe I agree. In that, again, I believe in like your personal message being the one that matters. Yeah, you know, rather well, than the one too. that right, you actually, right, right, you know, right. then you're playing. Right. And I feel like my personal right. message has always been a really positive and optimistic and an open-minded one. Right. And so that has brought other opportunities to the table for me that I feel really grateful that right. I've been able to have. And you know, the way I see it, look, the first African American to win an Oscar won it for being, you know, um, a housekeeper, a yeah. housekeeper, yeah. 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 but it was the wind, played, right? exactly, yeah, but it was wind. played brilliantly. And look at the African American community now within the entertainment business, how much more open doors have they had? And right. I think it's about your community, not downing you for playing these roles, but really supporting you because it's a business. Of course. And that's the thing that people forget. If it's you don't show up to the to the movie theaters for a Latin person because you think they're playing you're Latin and it's not representing you the way you want. Or if you don't turn on the television and watch somebody right. play a role, then uh, that translates to the people that are making these shows and right. to Hollywood and making money right. that there is no audience to continue to create content for. Well they're kind and of I think we are our own enemies, I think, within that Particular, you know, yeah. it's like why bash somebody that's actually working that's yeah. representing you yeah, because you want to. Yeah. You know, I think you should support it, and if you start with a good support system, then you can open up more doors. Yeah, exactly. Then there'll be right. more roles. Then there'll be more, right. yep. you know, right. stories to totally. tell. But that's know? what I was trying to say. I think the pushback's not on you, the actor. I think it's on the 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 representation, and then unfortunately they just lump everybody in. I think that look. I think creating right now is is incredibly complicated for people. You know what I mean? I think uh, yeah. whether it's comedy, stand-up, whether it's... Comedy being, has gotten hit the hardest. It's just, but, but it's just like, so it's listen, yeah. you know, pe people have a choice. And I'm not talking about people who are so disruptive that are spreading messages <coughs> of hate and, and, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and trying to uh, create more divide between people. But I mean, you know, you, where, where's the line in sensitivity? You know. Well, yeah. this is it's the like, thing, also. Like, like, you know how much, how, yeah. how much, like, I, I grew up with like getting bullied, and, and it just made me stronger. Right. So it's we also have That's to it, allow yeah. for That's life to occur because you know yeah. we're, nobody's like we're all different. Right. And if we all grow up in a world that we are just all thinking the same, or. That's also right. a way of being an extremist, you know? Right. Just separating you from from everything else as well and thinking that, well, I'm right and maybe that there's no conversation to be open. So you have to inspire change. It's hard to demand it of out of people. Definitely. You know? Really? So yeah. it's, a, it's an interesting... I was asked, actually, you know, I was doing a Vivica Fox's podcast uh, the other day and she was like, you know, what is... I did this doc, little documentary uh, about my family and coming to America. Right. It's called An American Alien a while ago right? and uh, and she was like you know I was asking them what their American dream was and then for me she was like she asked me Why was, what is your American dream 
and I, you know, I really stand by just like freedom. That's really a beautiful thing to have freedom of speech, freedom of anything. Like, right. The yeah. fact, yeah, yeah the fact are. that you, who you can, are, yeah. yeah, it allows you to be free. I mean, that's what I love the most about America that it right. allowed me to be free enough to be exactly who I am, yeah. right. no matter what that was, to right. then do exactly what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it, right. and whether people accept it or not. That's on them, and I have to somehow have no judgment uh, towards it and go through my life like, hey, that's you. I don't really, I right. can't care right. about everybody's, you know, journey. Yeah. I can well, it's only tricky tell they you punish, about mine. They just punish yeah. you so, like, endlessly. And, like, I just watch yeah. people get dragged by, like, the trollers and, like, Completely. Just, they just But, you know, guilt is a wasted emotion. Guilty. Well, I'm not <laughs> yeah, saying people should feel guilty, but then it's like people complain to yeah. the corporations. Yeah. And the corporations. It's so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we're, we're being babied. And I, there's like no end to the complaining. Thing no, yeah. It's very difficult. You know, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I get it. There are things that if you have something, you're like, okay, I didn't agree with that particular person saying that. Right. Then, you know, you have to also see that everybody is an their own person and give them too. an opportunity to evolve. Yeah. And exactly. to shut somebody out completely, how can that person ever even right. not get defensive and then really right. change right. so all right. you continue but I don't do even believe these are really people shutting people out I think it's like some fucking war of nobody I, 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 I don't even think it's real fucking people I don't think it's real people because like, you just black black people like, get just attacked some, by people you go there's no way this is fucking this, real this can't be real yeah. like some of the comments and but things look at all like, of us like I'll just sitting be like, this table today like you know what I mean going on out there this is what my world looks like you know what I mean and I really want to continue to conversations with like real people and you're like and I don't have to agree with something you say or you right. don't have to, I don't have to well, even I hope you agree it. with of everything course. I've said I don't think if I said something right. offensive <laughs> here's the great thing about this show is every offensive thing I say Sean takes out there and when you, you say offensive things we leave it in I know you won't do that to me I, don't, I try not to say I try not I don't think I'm an offensive person but no, I'm capable I think of you're real I, guess, I think you're you know? real I yeah, well, I don't, real I don't, you know, it, there's not a great distance from my brain to my mouth. I've come to I understand get it. that the thought goes... It's a short commute. It's a short commute. You know, but you're you know? very, you know, it's very authentic. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what we want. We want authenticity. We want, I mean, how do you even uh, grow for better or if worse, everybody's that, the same? Listen, you know, you know for, yeah. better, for better or worse, we, I think that we do need more authenticity like around around us. I everybody's kind of turning out to be the same. I'm actually nervous. Like now, because my kids have been homeschooled and do right. remote learning. Now, you know, they were going to school for a little bit, and I just put them back in school now. And I'm like, that, it's a little interesting to kind of send them back out there where it's like there's all these rules. Right. And I'm like, I come from Dominican Republic where there right. are many rules, right. right? And it's like my dad was like very old school, and I had to break away from that. And right. part of me breaking away from that was just, you know, bringing in this whole like you know I'm gonna Americanize myself and these beliefs that I can just be whatever say whatever that I, yeah. I want right. and be whoever I want to be right. and I don't know I, I don't want to yeah we're not there that. right now I think like you know yeah. if this is a pendulum because people be, oh it'll swing back everything's gonna swing back you know how these things work they go this back way yeah, yeah, that yeah. way and you're like I don't fucking know what if it gets stuck what if it gets stuck on a tree on the left side there yeah but, you know it's gonna go up and it's gonna come down you know it's like it goes like that but like, yeah. like, like I'm not no. seeing that shit but if that is the case then we would swing to a place of absolute yeah. You know, uns mm -hmm. uh, uncensored, kind of unbridled, That'd just freedom of conversation. 
It's funny. So I did therapy for like, I mean, I am definitely a product of serious <laughs> fucking therapy for a long period of time, right? I, we should get that that guy on the show. He's an author also. It's, uh, I'll talk about my different thing. But he, one year he was like, he's like, you should give yourself the gift of just saying whatever you want. Just allow yourself to say whatever you want. You do. And I said, but I said to myself, right. So this is a long time ago. I was like, I'm going to grant myself that this year for my birthday. If I feel something, if I think mm, something, yeah. I'm just going to say it, right? And I did it, and I liked it. So I just kind of fucking stuck with it. But now I'm waiting for it to like... Well, you know, I, as long as you're ready to take yeah, accountability, you know? like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, just be able yes, to you say things and then just say and it. own up to take it. Take accountability, yeah, exactly. own up to it. Right. But, you know, that doesn't yes. mean that you didn't mean it at the time. Right. It could mean yeah. that maybe right. you changed your mind later yeah, on. You, you realize the <laughs> error right. in your ways. You changed right. your mind. I mean, yeah. come on. There has to be some wiggle room. And maybe, yeah. you know, the pendulum right. goes this way, but instead of going back this way, it goes all the way around. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 Because that will that will make you dizzy. Full circle. The full circle pendulum. That's not really a pendulum then, is it? No. No, it wouldn't be. No. Yeah. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't know. be. So, I don't know. Man, we got deep in this podcast. I, did. I love so, it. Yeah. So coming Talk from the Dominican me. Republic, growing up in Washington Heights, at what point in your life where you, you touched the stage or you were in front of the camera and you was like, holy shit, this is what I want to do? So completely honest, yeah. I, I had no clue that I was going to be an actress. Like there's no way that I like woke up and was like, oh my God, I could really do this for yeah. a living. Like, right, right. That wasn't real for me. Right. So, um, but I was always a hustler and I always like, I know that I worked really hard. I had, and I've always been an entertainer, like yeah. within my family, they would say, oh my God, you've always been entertaining yeah. and dancing and, you know, try to put songs together since I was like a little girl. But it wasn't until I was, I used to work at this, um, at a store in West New York, New Jersey. I used to check people's bags so they wouldn't steal. Right. And someone came in and uh, they used to play a lot of like 80s music. And I would always be dancing in front of the store, like while I check people's bags. And I was like very like social. And someone came in and asked me if I wanted to model. And so that was the, my, inner, my inner introduction to the entertainment right. you know, world. Wow. And then I found myself like quickly quitting my job and, you know, getting a secretary job at the agency. And right. so they paid for my like pictures and then one right. thing led to another. But it wasn't until I got my first acting job. Like it was uh, and it was nothing when I think back on it. But for me, it was everything because I'd never done it. Yeah. And so I went in for um, to audition for Spike Lee was doing this uh, little short miniseries called... Um, Subway Stories. Mm -hmm. And so he was doing the one that I went in for. It was him and Rosie Perez. Uh, they were both doing it. She's and awesome. so it was called Negaricans. And so, which now nowadays, I don't know if you can even call it that. <laughs> I, I didn't even hear you. But that was the name. <laughs> hey, I did not make that up. That was actually I, the I, name I, of I, it. I, I, wow. And I I got the the role of the ring girl. It's gonna be like this Puerto Rican guy right. and this black guy that got into this fight. And so I was rounds like eight and like three and eight and right. maybe one more. And so I got, that's how I got my sack card. It was directed by Spike Lee, but I knew that he was like a big deal. And 
I don't know. For me, it just felt how like, cool was he? Because he was wow. tough, right? Spike's like like a Spike is, I, I mean, to be tough. honest with you, I love Spike. Spike yeah. gave me my Your my real break. like yeah. break right. in everything, like within my career. So I not only love him, I actually just love how different he yeah. is as well, and he's very authentic in how he directs. He's a great filmmaker. Yeah, he's, he's a great, he's great one of my filmmaker. Yeah. He really yeah. wants you to be like exactly who you are, and really pushes for that. And so for me, being that I was super raw. I wasn't like I was like an actress right. and taking acting classes and all of that, you know. So that really motivated me. After that, I got my SAC card. That's how right. I got my SAC card. But it also, it was my first time really working on a set that I got home at like five o'clock in the morning, right. like four nights in a row. Real hours. That's a good <laughs> vibe, man. Well, I, I got home. I'll tell you I what. Too, I like man. being in a state yeah. of delirium, yeah. you know. Well, I'll tell you what. My dad didn't really appreciate it. So right. by the time I got home of the course. last day, and I should also tell you this, like I started college at 16. So this right. is like I'm 16 years old. Wow. I got this job. Wow. I'm getting back to home. The last day, it's also like the next day I'm starting college. And so I And where parents, were you going to school? Is I went to Montclair. Yeah, Montclair okay. State okay. University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I went to, I, I was getting driven by my parents to right. Montclair State University. By then, you know, they didn't understand the business. Now we get along, obviously. Right. Sure. But at the yeah, time, yeah. like, my parents were very old school. My dad is, like, a very machista. Like, he's right. just, like, yeah. he didn't get it. He wanted me to be a lawyer. He's like, you, how, how can you not want to, like, course. study? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when I got home, the door was locked and, like, all my stuff was, like, outside. Wow. <laughs> and so uh, my mom. But you know, he was, like, looking out the window, like, don't yeah, take it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Don't take it. Don't take it. No, but you my mom, actually, my, actually my, mom, my dad was super hardcore. My, yeah, I did. I ended up leaving. My, my really? mom actually unlocked the door. So I've been on my own since I was 16. So my, wow. that, my, my mom unlocked the door, uh, let me in. They drove me to Montclair State University. Yeah. And then I went through about, like, honestly, two years. I played co- I played volleyball in college just to kind of help. With yeah. my, my coach had me helping her out so I can get some money and get paid for that. Right. And, um, and so I went to school and didn't talk to, really didn't talk to my parents for like about two years. Wow. Like wow. You know, those dad wow. lines, those gangster yeah. die on your own sword kind of shit, yeah. man. Yeah. It's my biggest fear about being a dad is that that moment you say things come to that where you join lines yeah. or like your kid has oh, yeah. a drug problem, God forbid, or any of these things. And you have to turn it back and forcing yeah, them out of the nest them. or yeah. trying it's, to, it's harder know, for man. him like, at that moment than it was for you. I bet no, looking it back, was, oh, it was very man. difficult. I, I yeah. know that. And I know that now. And so eventually I had to come yeah. full yep. circle through right. therapy exactly. and all that yeah, stuff, yeah, like honoring yeah. my past and validating my actions. You can't go through therapy without hating both your parents. There is, <laughs> there is no so person true, in the history so of the world that has been through real therapy so that at true. some point doesn't sit down with their father and like, hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Want to know how it's going? Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you how it's realized. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then my dad was just looking at me like, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, yeah. really? <laughs> Give me another as beer. Things evolve, yeah. As things evolve and you kind of get to the end, my dad passed away a while ago, like yeah. eight years ago already or something, but. When you get to that end and there's peace and the understanding's there, yeah, that yeah. itself also is It's about is coming to a place. Transition. That's what I was saying. You honor your past, but you yeah. cannot continue your life be like validating of course. Oh, no, the yeah, rest yeah, yeah. of your actions. Oh, no. You can't live there. Yeah, it's, a ripple, it's a ripple. Those, those yeah. are, you know what those are? Those are people that just... And I mean, I, I get fucking crucified <laughs> for saying this, but there are some people on this planet 
that want to be victims. victims. They victimize oh, for themselves. Sure. For sure. They're just they like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to take the victim role today. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know, know what? what? I'm not responsible for any of this yeah. shit that has happened in my yeah. life. It has all happened. <laughs> the to world me. versus I me. I am a victim. Yeah. I'm the best person in the world. The universe has it out for me. I've had so many. Fuck you. I'm going to victimize you, motherfucker. I've had so many moments that felt like, you know, it could have been a victim. This is why I was actually at one point. I was going to write a book and about like, because people are like, oh, you should write a, a, a like a book about your journey. Because I also was like, started you know doing acting classes at the actors work uh, right. actors workshop studio in New York City mm-hmm. while I was studying at Montclair State University right. and like playing volleyball. Like I had a completely different life, and so I was like, okay, well, and I came from Dominican Republic illegally and then became legal. So it's, I had like all these stories, right. and even within the business, I've had my own real struggles within it and right. being really fucked up situations that right. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. here, oh, yeah. and then. But I did not like the fact that it was coming off like I was a victim because I yeah. never saw myself as a victim. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, these things happened, but it made me a better for it, and it totally. helped me find a different way and like knock on another door or right. like you know get up again like quicker than I had to. I mean, I was sixteen, on, living on my own, trying to right. figure this whole business out in while New in New York Ooh. while I was you know what I mean. Wow. So. Yeah. And getting caught up too in like partying all the time and like you know what I mean? it's like you do it all right yeah. and uh, and then I found my way to a different place almost lost my mind like even a couple of years ago right. went to India and started meditating and Amazing. like when now Amazing. I've been in a completely different journey and I'm super happy that today I can is that say, like transcendental that what, what what kind of meditation is that that they teach it. It's not transcendental, is it? Like, what's the... It's not. Like, it's not. It's just, you know, it, every, everybody's different. Like, I was, I went to a place called the IVAC Center right. in, in India. So, their form of meditation is very, like... I, I don't forget the name of it right I now. I need to but, get better you know, meditation. Yeah, it's actually really... It's really just good. Good. Honestly, I it every morning. it's oh. changed my life. Yeah, and too. I always talk about yeah. it because I it's yeah. changed... I do it every single morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do it every morning. I use this thing called a Calm app. Yeah, me too. First thing oh, I, I do every that. morning when I wake up. It works. I didn't want to pay like three dollars a month. I just wasn't down with that. It wasn't worth it. Three dollars a month. It just doesn't. The peace of mind doesn't equate for us. It was like two ninety nine a month, bro. Like who wants to pay two ninety nine a month? It is great. I'm joking. I'm kidding. I know. You know what? For the first time ever, after I know I started on this journey, and I always talk about it for that reason because I think mental health issues are a huge thing, and not well, they are in this fucking town. That's for sure. Well, everywhere I think, and actually, and I think the media kind of pushes it down your throat like everything is bad and yeah. so you start yeah. believing that everything yeah. is bad of course, right? of course, of course, yeah. of course. and for me honestly the reason why I, I talk about it so freely is because you know for the first time ever I really feel like I'm strong and I'm not just saying it like right. I know yeah. that I you know, you. you go in through life when you've been through so much. Right, right. And you're like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm yeah. fine. And then you wake up one day and you're like, oh my God, I'm not fine. You know right. what I mean? Right, right. But all of that stuff has Yeah, been... I think we have those peaks and valleys, right? I think everybody. Yeah. I definitely had periods during like the last couple of years where I felt like kind of funky, you know what I mean? I wasn't used to having those kind of feelings and... You know, you reach yeah, out. Yeah, I, I feel like people, life is all. It's you know, about. you go through phases where you're like everything is great, and then you go through phases where everything is yeah. nothing's going right. You know, you just have to yeah. kind of persevere. You have to it's never going to be end, great right? forever. Yeah. Exactly. You I'll have to. Last you year. need those. Honestly, you, how else do you move the wheel forward if exactly. you don't have those bad moments? Exactly. Right. That's how you learn right. from it. If you just have yeah. good times forever, <laughs> yeah. After ten years, you're gonna be like, yo. And by the way, how good is the time? If you're driving a good time for ten years, you start looking around like I'm kind of bored. Yeah, exactly. I'm ready for a different kind of time. 
I don't I know. I don't, stress. Think, I don't some, think you could ever be too happy, too rich, too skinny. Like, I don't know. I'll take 10 years of no stress and just rolling in dough and looking good and being like, yeah, oh, sorry, you're going through that. I'm over here now. I'm doing all right. I'm doing pretty good. I don't know, man, but I do. I do appreciate like the upswings. I try to appreciate the bad times too, yeah. from what I can learn from them. I used to hate the bad times, and now yeah. I embrace them. Now I'm like, all right, I'm going right. through a bad time right now. Just gotta, yeah, no, I, listen, you know, I, let me know when you need a hug. No, last sure. year let was like 2020 yeah. for me <laughs> was like fucking. You know, I lost my cousin. I know, that was man. fucking so 2019. Yeah, was I found that year him. I found, him. I found him in his, in his crib. So, wow. and that was a he first. was he's super famous, Andre Harrell. So that the music executive, you know Andre, yeah, yeah. So, so when I found him, that was the first time I ever had to deal with those kind of right, emotions. Yeah. Kind of, and it was yeah, weird yeah. because, you know, I'm a happy-go-lucky yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. But when you see somebody that, that you love so much yeah. and they're in the room, but they're not in they're the room. But you know there. what else? Yeah. That That's a big part of it, too, is seeing the vacated fucking body as freaky as shit. I sat my dad's body after he passed <laughs> yes. away. It's fucking bananas. It's man. bananas. It is absolutely bananas. Because well, I remember my brother no called me. there, right? And you're just like, oh no, my God. No, it's crazy. My dad had like one yeah. eye open looking up at the top of his head. It was fucking nuts. My brother called me. Oh, my stepmother is... called me. And she said, your dad passed away. But we knew he was going. He was in hospice. Yeah. And it was like 6 a.m. And I was like, all right, all right. And then my brother Mike called me and he was like, hey, do you, you want to see dad before they take him? Like, you know, and I yeah. was like, I was like, fuck no. Yeah. I was like, do you want to see me? He's no, like, I'm sitting there. with him now. And then I was like, oh, and I'm like, is Andy sitting with him too? And he's like, yeah. I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to come out. So I went in. They just gave me some time and you go sit with like the body was your dad. The vessel. Yeah, like I don't, I read all these really books. It is, it's crazy. Right? This is a whole other episode we have to do, and this I want to tell you about the Andre episode we want to do too because we're gonna do like a, a seance and yeah. try to contact Andre. We, but we, we uh, I saw on like really spend time with Andre. But I was doing that Ciroc, um Yes, uh, in, in in Vegas, right? Like yeah, the campaign in Vegas. Yeah, I think. we actually spent like, oh, a couple he was of there days for that together. Thing? That was, yeah. I think, yeah. Well, the other thing I was going to say to you, O'Neill, not to cut myself off from the thing I was saying, which yeah. I already forgot what it was, but the other thing the I was going to say to you is the thing about losing Andre for you is, you know, that could very easily be you. Andre is only a couple years older than you. Yeah. He is, you I'm know, not that old. <laughs> but Andre is like 56, right? Yeah, he's, he's, he's 14 he's, years older than me. Yeah, he's 14 years yeah. older than me. He's like a couple I, years. Okay, like, but it's a lot different than losing yeah. your grandparent or your father. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I'm saying yeah, is he he's young. a cousin yeah. and you yeah. had a friendship with he him. Was he was young. His spirit was young. So yeah. what I'm trying to say is like if you lose like people who've lost siblings, it is it is like a version of them. Right. Oh, no, Dying. absolutely. When I saw so him what I'm saying floor. is the fact that your cousin... Who's still relatively young in your age range? Yeah, yeah, yeah. is One on the that floor dead. You your life, you know, that could like easily a, yeah. be you. So oh, what oh, I'm dude. saying is, I think there's a I was different to to kind of. I was scared to go to sleep at night. Like literally, yeah. I was petrified for well, seven months. What do you months. think? What do you think? He said Candyman six times. What do you? <laughs> you fucking schmuck. You fucking schmuck. <laughs> you have to keep it light, right? He's like, where are we going with this? Not right now, nigga. He goes, you scared to go to sleep. I was like, is somebody coming? <laughs> yeah. I'm getting canceled. I'm getting you canceled. canceled. You're the only you're one that's loving canceled. this. Jordan Peele sitting at home like, yo, thanks for the dark advertisement, guys. <laughs> Jordan Peele sitting at home no. thanks for the dark advertisement, guys. <laughs> this guy. No, but for real, on some serious shit, I was fucking petrified at night because... Yeah. 
like like yeah, you said, you're gonna wake up. That's I'm looking at this feeling. guy who I just spoke to two days ago, yeah. and we're talking about all this shit we're gonna do after the pandemic. Yeah, it's sick, dude. It's fucking crazy. Like, like on Facetime, I'm like, what the what the fuck? You know no, what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. So dude. it was I, I, like literally, if I saw having, I never had anxiety and shit. I, mean, I never felt it's nervous. A trippy, trippy, it's a trippy, it's a trippy, trippy emotion. thing. I've lost a lot of friends, but my buddy Sam McGee died like two years ago, three years ago. I was like in the middle of shooting a scene with fucking. Dwayne and Rob Corddry and I started getting blown up always texting it's not registering I knew he was kind of sick and then we were taking like a couple minute break and I saw like a message from this guy Joe and he was like yo buddy bad news Sam passed away and I remember just like fucking like I vacated like the moment in a weird yeah. way and I Isn't got because it is interesting because death like you know really affects the people that are left behind way yeah. more way more, way more. So, well, well that's the thing is yeah, yeah it's just devastating it's like, I, was, yeah. I was so I was like at the end of the day I was talking to Corgi and I was like ah I lost a friend I was just like fucked up and he was like I told him a story and he was like oh man how long ago this happened I'm like fucking like five hours ago he's like how do you function I'm like I don't know I'm like fucked up but uh, later yeah. that weekend I got really sick like I ate something that was bad, and the next day I knew I was just like throwing up, and people were like, "Bro, it's just like the whole thing is like a purge." You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. And then a you year after that, it. yeah, one of my best friends who was like a younger brother to me, I just got like a a random text from a girl that I kind of knew through him. I didn't even have the number saved, and she's like, "Hey, I know how much you cared about Robbie. He passed away, I, dude. Like my, I like literally just yeah, that was sad." Yeah, you remember that. Like I, my, I, I had like my I kid. I was, I was in the middle of making my kid like a sandwich. Death. I have. Yeah. She's only like I feel like three. a lot of people that I that I know have dealt with. Like for me, my, my grandmother death, yeah. passed away two Christmases ago, and that was like no. like the first time that I really dealt. But then again, she was like ninety five yeah. years yeah. old. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's lived an amazing yeah. life. Yeah. I actually, weirdly enough, feel closer to her. Since she passed, because she was living oh, in the Dominican Republic, sure, yeah. so I didn't really get to go back. Yeah. To Dominican right. but now she's, she's here always. Yeah. She's so yeah. much more yeah. present, like in within my right. the way that I even deal yeah. with my life. Yeah, than yeah I talk to my dad now. more now. I bet I talk yeah. to my dad more now than I spoke to him when he was alive. I hear my dad in my head. Yeah, yeah. Every day I'll hear, and, and it's like shitty. It's not like I'm just having memories of things he would say. Like he'll say all new shit, and I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, I didn't know you thought like that. You but know, that's not the cool. crazy thing is I think I'm nuts sometimes and then no, I'll talk to other people not, and everybody no, has no, the no, same no, Dude, I'm the same no. way. When I was in New York uh, mm-hmm. last week, like I, Andre passed in L.A. I found his body here in L.A., but I missed him more in New York. Right. And he was no longer even living in New York. We all moved out to right, L.A. Right, right, right. But for some reason, the city didn't feel the it's same. It's like the old days, bro. Yeah, yeah, it didn't feel the same. And I went out to the cemetery and because I didn't go to his funeral because, you know, he couldn't fly. Yeah. And yeah. I saw you yeah. posted it the other day. And so cool. I put yeah. a flower, <clears throat> excuse me, I put a flower on his grave. But it was like, when I'm when I, in New York, I really, really miss him because that's yeah. where I was our stomping ground. You know what I mean? That's where so. you hung out. Yeah, I'd probably, like like so real, I'd probably have like a real kind of, not epiphany, but like some kind of moment. If I went back to Long Island where I grew up and thinking about my family. How often do you get back to, to New York? I never go back because my whole family lives on the West Coast now. So oh, I, have, wow. I have no real reason to go back unless somebody's like, was hey, last year there, how, to, yeah. how to make like it? Like you're working. Yeah, yeah. probably like seven wow. years ago. Maybe after that, I think I went for a cigar thing, but like probably like seven years That's ago, crazy. six wow. years ago. I never go. You know, I was considering going to the Hamptons like in a couple of weeks, but my friend got a house there, but. I was like, I have a Hampton story. With um, so the first time I ever went to the Hamptons, I was at Willie. I, I, I was started modeling and when got hired uh, by Willie Mina Models. So I was like uh, Willie Mina Models, and so I get I get hired to be one of the lounge 
pretty girls for uh, Puppy's white party that when he was dating Jennifer. And I remember, like, cause that's one of like those moments. I was like, what is this again? Like, why am I getting paid? Yeah. Like, what and, am I doing here? <laughs> and, and, and you know what's so crazy about that story is? It's like when I was watching Sweet Tooth, and obviously I've seen you in a bunch of things. Yeah. I've always felt like I've seen you somewhere in New York. Like, I always. I was always around in New York. I always, yeah. Every time I saw you, like, in a movie, X-Men, all this shit, I would be like, yo, what the do I know her from? You know what I mean? Because I yeah, remember like well, I really, no, honestly. grabbing her 20 years ago. <laughs> no, you know what? Baby, honestly. Come over here. Yeah, wait, what you doing, girl? Get over here. Honestly, I feel like I've always, like I, I really have done it all. Like I, st- because yeah. I, I basically was in college at 16 and yeah. broke and like trying yeah. to get through acting and like acting classes and stuff like I really have done it, like from music videos to commercials. Yeah, and oh then yeah. Like, so yeah. you did like a I did a awesome bunch of stuff. video. Wait, what did you do? Oh, you I've did a Santana a video. The Santana video yeah. was oh, really yeah. cool. Which one? Um, it was Santana I and Santana. I, oh my god, Carlos Santana is amazing. Yeah. What was the Carlos name? Carlos phenomenal. It was Carlos Santana and uh, oh my god, I forget. I'm forgetting right now. Yeah. But he was so incredible that we shot that video and I have like this whole dancing scene and he starts like the, the cameras are off he starts playing the guitar and I love to dance I'm Dominican yeah. like, I, by nature I'm always dancing yeah. so I start dancing kind of like all around I'm just like lost myself dancing he's playing that guitar right. and I at the end of it all at the end of the shoot he took his he had this uh, cross um, and he took it off and he said they made me this cross somewhere in Mexico and I want you to have it you have such a beautiful spirit oh, that's and so, awesome. so I still have this that's cross awesome. from that's that guy. music oh. video Oh, he's, he's, he's great. He's a he's vibe. So yeah, cool. He's so good. He's a guy that are just like brilliant musicians, yeah. but he but he's a whole vibe. He's a goat, man. I had he's lunch with uh, Steven Tyler one time, and as we were saying, like through a friend, and when we yeah. were saying goodbye, I shook his hand, and when I took my hand away, there was like something in my hand, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And there was like some charm from his, like, he had, he had like, a, like, a bracelet he on. I gave it to you, his, right? No, yeah, but no, it was an accident. It oh, fell off. Oh, his bracelet. You stole I was it. like, yo, bro. You I was like, yo, bro, <laughs> this just fell off your bracelet. He's like, you keep it. So I hung it on like a neck. How cool. See, we both, cool. we, we both have, have little treats. We both have little treats. By the way, we did not plan maybe. this, guys. And I put the Steven Tyler thing man. Yo, rap stories always make these really ill turns. You're like, how did we end up here? Don't keep this. I'm having the best time here. So Thank you guys. Yo, we have, to bring, we have to bring you. Of she course. should come to the seance. For oh, real, we, yeah. we we have to do that. We're, we're still trying to find the right medium. You Got know it. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a psychic medium. We like, you know, like the podcast one was helping us, but they only knew like Fugazis. You know, what I mean, they don't know anybody <laughs> real. They're like, oh, why don't you use this medium we always use? Her name is uh, Sherry. You know, yeah. she'll come in. Well, well, she yeah, works yeah. at Starbucks. Yeah. You know <laughs> what? I'm actually. Um, I'll talk to Jessica actually because I'm, you know, I'm doing something. I'm partnering up with like Dion Warwick and Damon Elliott. We're doing this oh, place cool, called cool. the Ohm Zone. In uh, in Venice that we're launching in a few weeks and it's about all like holistic and sound bath and all that yeah. stuff. So I think oh, wow. he might I have. I come to a sound bath. Yeah, too. yeah, you me guys too. should come to the launch. Yeah, we, yeah. Cool. we would love to do. Cool. We should come yeah. and like we should come and tape an episode from sound baths. Oh, that'd be amazing. Oh my god, that would be and actually because it's a studio <laughs> yeah. as well because you know Damon scores yeah. movies and stuff like yeah. that and oh, so like great. it's also a studio. Awesome. So there's a room like for music and all that stuff. Yeah. So you guys should we should we need to do an episode in robes. Somewhere. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> you should definitely. I'm totally yeah. No, actually, the building, it's right, you know, like it faces the ocean. It's right where right. the Venice sign is. Like, you know, what's that a sushi place in that corner of like Abbott Kenny, like at the end by. 
Oh, it's a really know. famous sushi place. Which, yeah. which it's um, really Hamas. Uh, so I forget the name of it. Hamas? No. Ah, it starts with H. Hamas. Arabic Un poquito de español. Okay. Well, anyway, the building we have. I'm about name it all like The building has a terrace up top. Boca, Boca Haram. Well, the Al-Qaeda. building has a terrace up top, so you can actually be up there in your robes and right. do a whole thing. You can come down and do like, you oh, know. Oh, really? You got to do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I fuck with these. But anyway, yeah. I said that to say that I think he might have a connection with a, with a medium that might be really interesting yeah. for you guys. That so maybe I'll Yeah, I wrote like, like some, I DM'd some famous medium. I was like, oh, this guy <laughs> will hit me back. Everybody always hits me back. I was like. Crickets. I was like, yo, homie. I was like, yo, homie, got a good, interesting opportunity for you. And don't write back that you knew I was going to write you either. That's funny. By the way, don't you hate when like, don't you hate when people just don't answer back? Don't you hate don't you hate when people don't answer back and you're just like well, I've you told, answered, honestly I forgot about it. You answered every other time. Yeah, every, every other time. Every other time, but all yeah. of a sudden you all didn't of a see sudden, this I need one. Something and yeah, oh, you don't well, read this yeah. Well, I mean that's just the shittiest of the shitty. But you're a real one, that's why, you know. Like you wouldn't do that. I just I find it easier just to say, nah, I can't do that than to I'll pretend I didn't see it. Well, just, just like, and by the way, I will call scene. you out on it. So it's like, you course, know what I mean? And then, yeah. then we have to go through that weird man. moment yeah, of like, exactly. now I got to tell you, know you you didn't it's do weird it. For them, for it's weird for it's them. It's weird for them, not for me. fucking assholes yeah. Yeah. that yeah. put you in a position <laughs> yeah. to tell to them the them. way it yeah. fucking yeah. is. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, And I just bumped into somebody downstairs. Okay, so you heard it here first. Anybody that didn't call back when I needed something, you know, Don't call me now. Yeah, if you couldn't fuck with me at my worst, you do not uh, hallelujah. <laughs> Donya, thank you for coming Donya, in. Thank You're you so much. Thank you guys for having me. Back yeah. That you was so a lot of fun. Make Namaste. sure to check out Sweet Tooth on Netflix. Yes. Binge watch season one. Season two yes. coming the soon. the fuck you pointing at O'Neal? Yes. Look at the camera. <laughs> I'm pity. <laughs> yes, please watch it. You, you could you could look at this camera. Sweet Tooth on Netflix. We should say it's on Netflix, guys. It's on Netflix. Of course. Please. Binge watch it. Stream it. Watch it. The second season. All eight is episodes amazing. out now. Yeah. Namaste, Thank you so guys. much. You. Namaste. Namaste. The Cray. <laughs> the Cray. Yeah. <laughs>